0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: We have royalty in our midst as we celebrate 20 years of the Stanley Cup being thrown down here in Dallas. The man who shut the net down to make sure that the stars could get done what they need to get done is joining us in studio. It is the mighty Ed Bell for everybody.
2: Hello, brother. Hey, thanks for having me here.
1: It's really cool, man. We're going to get to your latest venture here in a moment, but uh, it seems to us, and and we've talked about this a little bit on the show, there should be more hoopla for 20 years after the fact. I feel like there should be a bigger celebration to when the Stanley Cup showed up in Dallas because it made it here before uh, the NBA championship made it to Dallas. This was really just a Cowboys town until you guys showed up in the early 90s and then 1999 something special happened do you feel like there's enough bang for our buck here for this 20-year
2: celebration well i'd like to say that um it'd be awesome to have a huge party um you'll get all the guys back together uh we've actually been working behind the scenes and trying to do that uh we've talked with the dallas stars a little bit about it so what i'm hoping for is that big bang uh you know it hasn't been announced or anything yet but we we have been working behind the scenes for uh uh, a really nice uh, get together with the uh, the guys and and all the fans and you know just have a great celebration like you're talking about. I mean I I would definitely can't wait to ha- have that party and then um, you know have a great time with the fellas. I haven't seen some of them for a long time and and now that uh, uh, Guy and Zuby being uh, inducted into the Hall of, Fam- mm-hmm. Hall of Fame this year I mean it's just a awesome time to do it all, right?
0: Yeah. So why you know it seems like it would be customary for teams on a major reunion uh, or anniversary uh, to have a reunion after something like that—the 20-year anniversary of winning a Stanley Cup. I mean, it—it it seems like a no-brainer. So, what would be the reason to not do it? Is it would it be the stars saying, ah, you know, we're good. That's in the past." Or why? Why would why isn't this just an automatic?
2: I mean, I think it's an automatic in my mind and yeah. all the guys' mind for sure. I mean, we've been talking about this for about six months now, trying to plan it behind the scenes, like I said, and and um, I I think that. I'm I'm hoping that something will really come together here something big. I I can't answer for the stars and for myself, I mean there's no reason. We got to have a party for sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. And you guys were a party team. I mean that I kind of kind of take us behind the scenes with what you can tell us <laughs> for what uh late June and July and August were in the summer of 1999 for you guys.
2: Well, first of all, it was uh it, it was you know, thinking back it was uh quite blurry because, uh, there were, there were so many celebrations going on and, um, you know, probably for the first week afterwards, you know, there were so many parties and so many people, uh, you know, just, they just follow us around and, you know, we had the Stanley cup with us and, uh, you know, it's, it's an amazing feeling to, to see people, how they react around the cup. And I end up calling it the magic cup inside every time I watch somebody uh, touch the cup or, you know, anywhere near it. And, um, you know, it was just, uh an unbelievable feeling of being part of that 99 cup team and um you know we had a, a big party at uh, Vinnie Paul's and uh, mm-hmm. you know that was probably in my mind uh, one of the uh, most exciting fun parties that I've been part of and uh, and the cup was not thrown off the second balcony. That's I'll the guarantee rumor. you that. That yeah. was a rumor. Yeah, I was did, rumor. You, did
1: it go off the balcony with, in somebody's hands, maybe? <laughs> Is there a jump? Uh, you never know. <laughs> you never
2: know.
0: You never know. So what, uh, l- let's, let's look back on that. And, and I want to ask you this since you got to see it up close. In your opinion, two-part question, what made Mike Madano so great? What made him special? And then how special was he compared to the greatest players you ever
2: saw play? Well, Mike was—I mean, he's probably at the time the fastest skater in the league, and uh, you know, with control of the puck, uh, he saw the ice so well, and and obviously he could finish. And um, you know, in the room, he was very supportive. Uh, you know, a great leader for us. Uh, you know, on and off the ice, uh, he had a great demeanor. You know, he's just a, a great team guy. And you know, I, I always remember him going down the ice, you know, full speed, and you know, just passing everybody and. You know, you see his jersey flapping behind him like a cape. You know, he's just uh, amazing speed, and uh, you know, always scored awesome goals. And you know, just uh, a great guy. You know, never had anything negative ever to say about Mike. This is uh,
1: Ed Belford joining us in studio. Twenty years after the Cup, he's got an awesome new venture. We're gonna get to in just a moment. So, what was your relationship like with Hitch? Because he he was a unique individual. You're a unique individual. How would you say you two guys vibe together?
2: Well, you're right. Uh, Hitch and I had a special relationship. Um, you know what you see at the arena and on the ice. Sometimes you know we're in the heat of the battle, and and uh, you know we're both obviously huge competitors. And you know I I know my role and what I what I'm supposed to do. And you know I stayed out of his area, and sometimes he got in my area, and that's when <laughs> we had problems. So. <laughs> But, no, Hitch was very fair to me. Uh, he treated me uh, special. He gave me time off when I needed it. Uh, you know, I had some back problems back then, and um, he gave me the time I needed uh, to play the best I could play. Uh, he, he allowed me to have some extra time with my family, which was really important to me, and, um, you know, spend time with my kids, which... Uh, you know they were young at that time, and um, you know we had some special moments, and uh, Hitch allowed that, so much appreciative of that.
0: So Ed, what do you do with your time these days? What are you What are you passionate about now?
2: So uh, post career, uh, my son and my daughter and I have started a uh, whiskey, uh, bourbon company. Nice uh, rye whiskey and then uh, bourbon whiskey. So we started that about six years ago. So uh, every day we get up and uh, we work towards uh, making the best bourbon we can. We, it's a uh, it's a very enjoyable. A uh, creative uh, venture. Uh, we have seventeen hundred barrels of bourbon laid down right now, and, and rye whiskey. Uh, we're going to bottle our first bottling August twelfth in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Coming up here, and we're so excited about that. So well,
1: that, that's incredible. Do you actually where do you
2: live now? Uh, we live here in okay. the, in the Dallas uh, metroplex.
1: But you're bottling, you're going to do the bottling in Kentucky. What I'm interested about is athletes. You know, because of their career and stuff, they have access to. Fame and a lot of times money and opportunities post-playing. So a lot of guys will attach their name to a whiskey or a beer or they'll get involved in a real estate thing or whatever. But in reading about this, and our, our friend Elizabeth was kind of educating us on this, you're knee-deep in this. This is like, this is what you do now on a daily basis.
2: Yeah, this is uh, Belfour Spirits. You know, it's, uh, like I said, my son Dane and, and my daughter Reagan. The three of us, we started this six years ago from the ground up. Dane and I went to school for this. We learned how to distill. We learned everything about maturing, maturation. We learned everything about the barrels, blending, proofing down. We do every aspect of this business, and um, we've created some really unique, awesome flavors of rye whiskey. We have our VIP rye, which uh, resembles the Stanley Cup. Uh, we're gonna give out one of those to each one of the the guys on the team at, at our party. All right, that's right, yeah, and uh, we're gonna Bogart our way into. Oh, that we exactly. <laughs> you bet. And um, we got the, uh, a very special Texas product. It's a bourbon that's been uh, finished with Texas pecan wood, and uh, it just has an unbelievable flavor. So we're we're so excited about that product for Texas for sure.
0: So, Skin and I uh, have have learned a lot about whiskey and bourbon here of late. We, we started partnering with Balcona's Whiskey in Waco. And I, I you know, it seems like it's a fraternity like barbecue. Like the best barbecue spots got love for the other best barbecue spots. You know, it seems like the best distilleries, the best craft breweries, everybody's got love for the best. Like we're all in this together, not us against each other. It's us against the world. So like, was there a whiskey that you fell in love with that made you love whiskey that made you want to get into this that has oh. inspired you?
2: Yeah, you, you're definitely right about that, and um, you know it is a fraternity. They they all help one another, and um, you know we when we first started getting into this, we were pretty green, and we started going around to different distilleries and, and getting help. And uh, we met uh, uh, Quentin Witherspoon of Witherspoon uh, Distillery mm-hmm. uh, in Louisville, uh, such a nice gentleman, and um, he really helped us with uh, you know showing us his facility and what what he does. Uh, Dan Garrison Garrison Brothers. Uh, oh, yeah. bourbon uh he helped us out we went to see him um you know at a couple of his uh private dinners and learned a lot from from dan uh herman marshall here in uh, in garland uh, yeah you know very nice people they they're always open you know door and and want to help you you know get you into the business and and that's you're exactly right it's a fraternity it's a lot like the hockey world you know we uh, we love to have a great time we love to help each other and 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 um you know, it's the same thing. We got, I got that same, you know, camaraderie feeling, you know, of being at the, the arena in the locker room with the guys. It's the same feeling in this uh, bourbon industry. It's, it's awesome to have that feeling again.
1: And it's so cool that you get to do it with your family. I mean, Ben and I talk about these things all the time, going on ventures with your blood, right? And so I want to go back six years and six months. Who's leading the charge? Is it your daughter? Is it your son? Is it you? Who's, who's trying to pull all this together as a family affair?
2: I would say it was a combination of Dane and myself. Uh, you know, I retired in '09, and, and Dane was a goalie also, and he finished shortly after I did. So, you know, we were trying to find something that we could do together. We're we're always together. We do things together. And, and you know, we thought it would be pretty awesome if we started a, an alcohol company. You know, we thought in the beginning we were going to do vodka, but, you know, we went down and did all the research, and it just wasn't the, the numbers weren't adding up. And uh, we looked at brown spirits and, and whiskey and, and we like whiskey to, to begin with. So it, it just fit, you know, right in, right from the start, we decided, you know, what, we're going to do bourbon whiskey. We're going to do rye whiskey. You know, me being from Canada, I grew up drinking rye whiskey. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was perfect. And now, like I said, we got 1700 barrels of it. 1700 barrels. That's
1: incredible. What
2: has been the most difficult thing of this process? Uh, trying to be patient. It's like, uh, we've been in training camp for five years and you know, we haven't played a game yet, but, uh, it's coming up here soon. Uh, August 12th, we're going to be bottling and we hope to be on the shelves October 1st.
1: See, that's why people do vodka. Cause you don't have to do that aging process, right? That's true. They jump in, they jump in feet first. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, you know, you obviously have the spirits company going. What is the next thing for you guys? Is this, are you guys going to stay in this space and that's where you're going forward? Do you want to expand into other areas?
2: No, we're, uh, we got our hands full with our uh, Belfort Spirits business. And then, you know, it takes a lot of work behind the scenes to, to be successful in anything. As, you know, as you, know, and, you know, my career was a long time before I got a chance to win the Stanley Cup. And it takes a lot of work to be successful. I'm a perfectionist. Dane's a perfectionist. We want to create the best whiskey, the best bourbon in the world. And we want to take it global. That's our, our goal. And, and we want to have a lot of fun doing it. Do okay. you still sorry, watch
0: but... the stars? I mean, are you do you keep up with the stars at all, or do you kind of detach yourself from hockey?
2: Uh, no, I still watch a few games a year. Uh, Bobby Basson, uh, former teammate here with in Dallas and also Chicago, uh, he runs the alumni and he does a great job of uh, getting the guys together. Um, you know, he had a, a really nice alumni locker room made for us, and you know, we get together and, and shinny together and have a great time and. You know, he invites us out to games and events and stuff. And um, we we usually go to four or five games a year. And and obviously you try to get to the playoff games, but uh, it's hard to get a ticket in the playoffs.
1: Will you uh, make sure to let us know when this massive bash goes down so we can share it with All-Stars fans and let the world know that a big party's
2: coming? For sure. Everybody's invited. We're going to have a big party, that's for sure. And uh, I can't wait to see, uh, you know, everybody getting back together and just celebrating. After what you did for the Stars, I think you deserve playoff tickets for life. <laughs> in fact, you get, there should be a rule that if you
0: or Madonna or any of those guys show up, just grab any seat and every fantasy you got, You got it. Hey, thanks for
1: everything. <laughs> a Belfour box. There you go. Just right yeah. there. I well, love that. Let's do that. Yeah. That's great. Hey, man, congratulations on the new venture. Thank you so much for coming in studio. We appreciate the time, and we will uh,
2: certainly get the word out for you. You bet. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me.
1: Legendary human Ed Belfour joining us in studio right here on the Ben & Skin Show.